the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you uh, you were thankful of, of the time and fellowship that you had with your family and your friends. I hope that um, you thought about grace, giving them a little grace. Maybe forgiveness with somebody. You know how it is. You get all the family members together. You got old Uncle Tom there that uh, irritates you, and you've got to give him grace. And Aunt Mabel who hugs you and loves you, and she's got that old stinky perfume on you. You know, but you've got to forgive everybody. And it's so hard to forgive family members because you're so close to them. And, you you know, you're supposed to love them and you expect to love them. But do you really love them? And I hope that you've realized that forgiveness is for you. Grace is giving grace is for you. You're the one that benefits from it. So let's take uh, let's start this morning off with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day for the blessings you just poured out on our on me and our listeners. Let them grow and learn and be mentors to clean their heads out with uh, good thoughts, with forgiveness and with grace, like undeserving grace that you've given us that we will know you, love you, honor and serve you, love everybody, no matter if they like us or not or if we like them or not that we just continue to love on them and love you. Give us wisdom and knowledge and desires to be the best people we can be, the best person we can be, that we can grow and love and understand your word and live by your word because it is so awesome. Even though it was written so many thousand years ago, it is awesome and true today. I give you the praise and the glory and ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, this is Randy Adams. Who is Randy Adams? Randy Adams is a man that was born 1949 in New Bronzeville, Texas, right by the underpass, and uh, there was a building right there going into Landa Park. Um, I was born and raised in New Bronzeville. Uh, had a rough life growing up because my parents didn't get along. My dad was a partier, and my mother knew Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, which kind of, you know, oil and water situation, kind of a rough deal. So my dad was never home, and... Uh, it was a rough beginning of my life. But he was in the car business, and his views of the car business was different from mine. And uh, I was his porter. I was his worst guy. I was his salesman. Because long about 3, 4 o'clock, he was going to head to a bar, and the way he went. And that was his lifestyle. But I can, I've talked a little bit about it, and some days I'll explain why he was the way he was. You know, I guess I can take that right now. You know, some people are the way they are because what life has dealt them. My dad's mother died when he was born. Uh, his dad died when he was 12. He lived on the streets, lived wherever he could, ate wherever he could, did work wherever he could. And at the age of 16, they lied about his age, and he went in the Navy. He never knew a mother's love, didn't know how to be a father, um, just felt like life cheated him. Last 180 days of his life, we got to spend together. And really going over good times and deep thoughts, deep issues, deep situations in our lives. Uh, I'll explain a little bit more because in 1987, we forgave each other. But I did a lot of stuff around the car lot, so I learned the business. Uh, when I was 14, I got a driver's license. And my dad loved that because I was a free driver. And we would go up to Georgetown, Texas, the Compton Mothers. And uh, Clarence was there, and he was a used car manager. And uh, after a couple of months, he said, uh, Randy, I want to say this, these 49 and 51 Fords. I don't like them, and I want them gone. I've got a stack of them, and they're $25 a piece. I said, well, 
Good news is I love to buy bad news is I don't have $25. He said, don't worry about it. Take the car, come back and get it, and fix it up. And when you sell it, bring me the $25. Well, I jumped on a bus, and there wasn't nothing hardly except one little slowdown in Austin, Texas. The Georgetown walked five or six blocks, picked up a Ford, drove it back, cleaned it up. Charlie Brown, uh, one of my high school buddies, his dad was looking for a car for Charlie because Charlie had, had needed a car, and I sold my first car for 50 bucks, made $25. Wow. Man, I was in the money rolling. And so I get, my dad goes back up to Georgetown. I take him the $25. I give it to him. I get the title. I said, well, here's 25 more for the next car. He said, oh, no, no, you need operating capital. He said, go come back up and get another one. So I talked Charlie Brown into taking the car and sold him back up to Georgetown, dropping me off, and I brought another one back, cleaned it up, sold it. Man, I was rolling in the money. I was making almost $25 a week. And then back in 63, that was a lot of money. I was making $25 a week buying and selling cars. And it grew and it got bigger and bigger. And I'll tell you a quick story. I'm going to San Antonio College, taking pre-law, uh, and but buying and selling and working and doing all kinds of stuff. And I'm walking out to lunch with uh, my law professor, and he sees that I'm getting in a 69 Corvette, and this was in 69. And he said, oh, your daddy bought you a new Corvette. And I said, no, my daddy didn't buy this car. I paid for it. He said, Randy, you dealing in drugs? I said, no, I'm not dealing in drugs. He said, well, how in the world can you pay for that new Corvette? I said, actually, it's for sale. I'm not keeping it, but I'm trying to sell it. And I said, second off is that I buy and sell cars. I said, we're both going to lunch, and I'm going to give me a hot dog hamburger on the way out, and I'm going to go buy and sell cars. And he said, well, how much do you make? And I told him. He said, well, you made more than I did last year, and I'm ahead of this pre-law uh, division. And I said, well, I said, well, I'm buying and selling cars. He said, Randy, I've seen your grades. You might think going full-time. And so... A little later, I did go full-time, and I've done it all my life, buying and selling cars. I've had so many people tell me, said, you've been so blessed to do something you love, and you were good at it, and it provided, you know, I didn't get super rich, but I made a good living all my life. But I've realized when I accepted Jesus Christ, you know, my life changed. Your life can change just by using God's words. My dad and I were had rough situation growing up, didn't get along at all because he was never around. He didn't know how to be a father. He didn't know how to be a husband, you know, because he didn't have the word, but he didn't have that example growing up that we try to set that example on on our kids, you know. And so in 1987, I was going through a bad divorce, and we sat down and we forgave each other. Uh, bad news is that we cried through it and we got drunk through it. And so, but I hadn't received Jesus Christ. That was in 87. But that day, my life changed, changed completely, and I didn't know it. But people the next day would say, Randy, what's changed about you? What's happened to you? Something's different about you. I said, well, nothing. I don't understand. Nothing's changed about me. I'm still the same person. But my forgiveness, my dad's forgiveness to each other took that bitterness away, took the heavy burden away. And it changed both of our lives. I immediately started thinking about how I could do it better, honestly, and correct. I didn't think about manipulating, intimidating people. I started trying to do it right. I started telling the. I always told the truth, but I really, you know, there's times when you know the truth and you don't tell the truth. Well, I started telling the truth when I knew it. So I, got, I became a complete changed person through all this process. And then in 94, I got saved, and I went to that next level, that next level of being the best person I can be. And so the car business continued. I continued, and we got to the point in my life when I realized it was time to give back. I realized that I was feeling sorry for people. So many people who are buried in their vehicle, who hate their vehicle, who owe too much, with nothing left at the end of the month. I felt sorry for those people, and my heart still goes out to those people. I still see that difference. I still feel it and understand that their life, they get in a, a prison of debt 
where they, it's a strain on their life, strain on the relationship. What does all the experts say? The biggest problem in marriage divorces is finances, and that can cause that to it. And and when money is your God and when money hurts you so much, when there's nothing left and you're struggling and there's stress on your life and pressure that you you're not making the right decisions, and you make another bad decision. That's why they feed off of you in these commercials. If you hate your payments, you hate what you owe, you hate your car, come on in here. We're going to put you in something else. The problem is buying another problem doesn't fix the first problem, and that's what I'm trying to do. You know, we understand the games in our lives, and there's so many games we play, but when we're playing with money as the scorekeeper, we're working on getting your money out of your pocket in ours. And I'm starting to write notes for a book on the 50 years of the change in the car business. How it started out mom and pop. How it started out and it's grown to billionaires. And they want to own these cash cows. And they own more of them. And there's ways of making money. These billionaires are buying the car business, number one. Because they can make money, and number two, they can sell their products, insurance, gap, add-ons, uh, service contracts, all kinds of contracts. And they bill that in, and you're thinking all they do is just sell a car and make money. How can they pay, you know, 50, 70, 100, recently in Austin, $125 million and no dirt for a dealership? It's because of the add-on products they sell, on stuff that they continue to stack the payments, get the payments higher and higher. And I understand this, and I want to give back. I want to be your mentor. I want you to understand. And, love, you know, most of these people are listeners. I'll never speak to. I'll never know. But I want you to be educated. And, and if you learn and you do it the right way, I'm excited for you. I've had so many of our listeners tell us, Randy, you know, we've done business with this dealership for 20 years, but now we go back and we see the difference. We see how they've manipulated us, how they've taken money from us, how they've spun us, how they've foursquared us, how they kept us in debtor's prison, how they kept selling us over and over and over, and we never get out of payments. <clears throat> it's a regular payment every, every month month and when we get down close to get one paid off we trade for another one and we keep that payments going in a cycle of debt circle of debt for the rest of their lives but i've explained to them yes but maybe 20 years ago they wasn't as educated forceful demanding needing more money because 20 years ago the overhead one one like it is today the number of cars they need to sell is not the way it is today. They've been educated and they've grown and they've learned because they've got more demanding on taking the money that it takes to keep the overhead going. A lot of these smaller dealerships in the outside of towns, yes, their overhead's not a million and a half a month, but it might be eight, nine hundred thousand, but they don't sell the number of cars, they don't do as much service in it. Now we've got independent billionaires coming in, putting in stores everywhere that are independents. They don't sell a new vehicle, but they've got 15, 1,600 used cars. they got to make money on selling cars because they don't make money on service, parts, or, uh, or body shop. So they got to make money. How do they make money? They make money on the price of the cars, and they price them way up. If you shop their prices, you'll find out they're way out of line. But the key to them is financing everybody. I know a man in the business right now, that finances everybody because his brother-in-law is super rich. And he's got money that he's not using. So everybody walks in, he finances. And they don't ask for the interest rate. And so his brother-in-law makes 10% on his money, which is a lot of money on money that he, he's going to draw at 1% at the bank. And then this man adds another 5 to 10% on the money. So everybody walks in, they don't ask for the interest rate. He just gives them a payment. He finances all their cars, and he makes he makes five to ten percent just on the interest, not counting the profit of the car. So the business has got to the point where you've got to find a gimmick to make it work. You've got to have outside money coming in one way or the other. 
So you've got billionaires selling aftermarket products, have owned banks who hook up the interest rate on you because a lot of people don't ask what the interest rate is. You've got dealers like the independent billionaires that are buying these dealerships that are financing everybody walks in the door, picking up 5 to 10%. And you're talking about 10% interest on a vehicle on profit. That's a tremendous amount of money that you're paying. And then... You know, we were. I was talking to a good friend of mine and his wife. They're thinking about buying a new high-dollar truck. And his wife said, well, it's $70,000 in one he wants. She said, you know, it, it takes a lot of effort to pay for a $70,000 truck. And I said, well, that's after-tax dollar. She said, what? I said, he's got to make ninety to 95000 to pay that seventy. She said, I've never thought of it that way. I said, and then if he's borrowing the money, he's got to pay more money to pay the interest. Y'all got excellent credit. Yeah, but we, I said, do you have a credit? You know, people should get out and search for the best credit. They need to do your, you need to do your homework first. Dealerships are doing homework on you before you walk in. If you email them or if you walk in, they're compiling interest and insurance and everything and possibilities on you while you're sitting there with a salesman. People are working game schemes, game plans on you. They might be taping you and the salesman, and if they walk out, they might be taping you and your wife talking. So you're going against a group of professionals that are well-trained to put this deal together. See, this is what I see. This is what I understand. This is what I'm trying to explain. Nobody else has brought this up. I bring up so much stuff outside the box I have so many dealers, new car dealers, salespeople listening to me. And, but they're so well trained. There's so many people out there that are not listening, not knowing. They make plenty of money on a lot of. We're, I may be touching two or three or five percent of the listening people out there that need to know. Everybody drives a used car, everybody needs a vehicle. You know, very few people are living without one maybe 1% of, of the people. And, yes, there's people riding the bus, but as soon as they get money gathered up, they're going to get their own vehicle. You can ride the bus with some people. Yeah, I'm saving up money to get my own car. You know, they spend hours on buses moving around that they could be productive in that time. So, I mean, why do rich those billionaires own their own airplane? They don't want to stand in the line of security. They don't want to, you know, they have most productive time. They need that productive time. So, you know, if you were a football coach and you need to make your time productive and you need to make your priorities productive and you need to use your tools and your money and your situation, you know, you would be prepared. But you're not prepared when you walk into the game of buying and selling cars. I've been in the business 50 years. I've got the experience. I know thousands of New car dealers, most of them are not car people. You think Warren Buffett, who owns uh, 67 dealerships, is a car man? He's a businessman. Penske, who owns 70, 80 dealerships, is he a, he's a businessman. And they're not car people. I know people who are in the business who are real car people who get out at the auction, buy cars, who are owners, who are hands-on, and know people, know everybody there. You know, I built this website, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com, to teach you, to be a mentor to everyone, how to buy and sell your transportation. I felt so sorry for these people who don't know, don't have a clue of what's going on, what their vehicles are worth. I mean, these dealerships make thousands every month, every week on trade-ins. Just like that one I talked about last week, the man, they wanted to give him 2000 I gave him 3200 and I made a little money on it and the way it went because they pack everything. They pack every vehicle that comes in. And part of this show is to work on your feelings, your jealousy, your desires, you know, your emotions, your selfishness, you know, because all these thoughts can put you in debtor's prison that you're going to have to pay. Back pocket national, you know, chasing the losing value of your vehicle, not understanding how much you're going to lose, not looking down the road at a vehicle that you're about to buy that's three, four, five years old with so many miles and understanding what the the value is going to be, you know. 
everybody working and praying that, you know, the car's going to be worth and last long enough to make that last payment. And I guess that's why we've got so close to it. And Dave Ramsey will tell you, never lease a car. That's what he says, because they make plenty of money on the unit. And they, you know, the people, you got to guess the miles. I had a gentleman bring me a lease unit up, and he's already leased another unit. They've done convinced him they can put him in a bigger, better car at the same money, and he still owned this other lease car. He had three more months on the lease. He's down to one month, and he hadn't put enough miles on that car. So he's paid for unused miles. He's, it's a 17,000-mile car. Well, he had up to 36,000. So they charged him for 19,000 miles. And now he would love to sell it, and I've offered him more money than what the residual is. A figure They figure it would be worth at the end of the lease. But time he pays tax money, transfers to his name to sell it to me, he's not making any money. So, I mean, the fees are all the way. There's always a hook in this game. There's always somebody making money. Do you think they're going to sell you a vehicle that doesn't make money? Do you think they're going to buy a vehicle that doesn't make money? The money's the scorekeeper. You got to get all the money you can out of every vehicle, and you don't want. To, if you go backwards, you got to sell a lot more to get even again. And the overhead clicks every day. So many dealerships are looking at the twenty fifth of the month in order to break even. So I built this website. I've come on the radio show. I gave up my. Here's my mobile number: eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. Keep calling. I get super busy. Love to talk to you. I've had people call me that uh, have listened to me all over South Texas. Uh, we've got people online. Tell your relatives out of state to go to kslr.com. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I'm going to work on my website here in the near future. I'm going to try to make updates and improvements. Uh, I don't have a computer person working for me now. I lost both of them. They've gone to bigger and better jobs, and that's fine. I, I want the best for people. I've trained a lot of people. I've done my best in trying to help them. You know, I, I explained to them I want the best for people. I want the best for my friends. I want the best for my neighbors. That's because I love for Now, before when I was before Christ, I didn't care about you being the best. I didn't care from you benefiting. I didn't care from you doing great in your life. The only thing I cared about is old Randy, and that was it. But thank you, Lord, for changing me. Boy, that is a great, great song because, Lord, you have changed me. My attitude, my life, my desires, you know, just everything. Trying to trying to satisfy myself was a full-time job. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work. And so, But that's why we're on this radio show, to give you that opportunity to understand where you're going, what you're doing. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow because that's the key being able to make the right decision that it's worth it to you, you know, in your life. You know, this is my ministry. This is a ministry that the Lord's given me. He's gave me desire, like I say, against all odds. My family, my sons, my uh, employees, my friends, nobody wanted me to do this show. I had radio stations that didn't want me because they were scared they would lose sponsors. And so... Now we see the truth. Now we see it, and these radio stations now are calling me. I've been on a lot of radio stations. I'm down to the two favorite. I'm letting the Lord lead me on what the next step is. Instead of me trying to do it on my own, going in the direction I want to go, I feel like it. So, you know, sometimes we have to humble ourselves, and I've started to humble myself on these radio shows because I want to be there for you. I want you to understand what's going on. And I want to be the best I can be. If you don't have the desire to be the best you can be, examine your life, examine your thoughts, examine your feelings, examine where you're going in your next steps, in your next progress. You know, life's short. I can tell you, man, my life is zipped by me, and I feel like I want to give back all I can in a short amount of time. God bless you. I'm just rambling on. And just tell your friends and neighbors to tune in to learn to buy and sell cars.com or go to our website. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Byron. Uh, Baron, and thank you for uh, Michael.
North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Now, back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, Randy. This is Randy Adams. I hope that... uh you're having a great day. I'm having a tape show here. In fact, I'm flying back from spending a little time with uh, my wife's family. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving and, and realized how blessed we are to live in this country, how blessed we are to um, see what we're seeing. But are you understanding what's really going on in this world? Are you understanding that sometimes we let um, pride, greed, keeping up with the Joneses, and our opinions, when our opinion becomes our God, we can't listen to anybody. We don't understand anybody. Uh, we're always right, and everybody's wrong. And so we're just talking about who is Randy Adams, what my vision is, what I'm trying to do on this show. We're not taking callers on today because, like I say, this is a tape show. And it was kind of mainly for Thanksgiving and for you to know who I am. And uh, I've been on air in San Antonio area for three years. We were in Corpus for a while. Um, we're going to go talk to Valero. I'm, I'm doing a class and Valero uh, employees. I, I teach at uh, churches. I teach at schools. Uh, and I've got a lot of owners of restaurants and all for some reason. They're, uh, they're having their employees listen to my show. So they'll make better decisions. I guess they'll have a better car and they'll make it to work. We need our employees to show up. So that's part of it. And we're talking about uh, family life, the way I grew up and, you know, and struggled through uh, being underprivileged, I guess. I was small. Uh, I had to fight my way up everything that I got. Nothing was easy for me. But uh, due to my mother convincing me that I could do it with hard work and never give up, she instilled in me a, a great uh, ministry, a great time, and uh, I guess she knew that someday that I'd receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You know, she was loving and caring, and she was there for me, and she was my rock, my foundation in my life. Uh, I was accountable to her, and she made me responsible. But are we teaching our kids that today? Or are we just giving them everything under the sun and not worrying about it, you know? Uh I only had one grandmother in my in my life. I didn't have any grandfathers. Uh, so I never knew that type of relationship. But relationships matter in our lives. They, they mold us. They correct us. They direct us. But, you know, that's just part of our ministry until we receive Jesus Christ, when our ministry really kicks in to understand what we need to know how we can help people, how we can serve people, how we can love people. And that's what this show's all about. I want to I listen to you. I love Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. I love listening to you. I want to know what you need to know. And I like helping you any way that I can because it's, you know, it's, it's what it takes 
to survive in this crazy economy that's going on. Name a living expense that's gone down in the last 10 years, but has wages kept up with our living expense? And I mean, our city here in San Antonio, they look for reasons to to go up on water and electricity and everything at taxes. They just do anything they can in, in causing us to live harder lives. I mean, it just takes so much money to live. And I feel sorry for the people that are trying to put that in on transportation. You know, we've seen in the last few years people who used to buy new come down to buying year and two-year-old cars. People who used to buy a couple of year old cars have dropped down to buying three and four-year-old cars, and it just keeps trickling down. Well, and that's why we have so many buy-here-pay-here lots. Yes, uh, sometimes people have bad credit, and they've got to work their way through it, and it's a tough situation, but a lot of dealerships will take advantage of, of bad credit and overcharge you. So I brought in a lot of shows to explain that there's 500 dealers out there that will finance you and that we have GPSs to figure out where you're parked, how it makes it easier to um, repo cars. And right now, rent-to-own's a big deal, but they overcharge you on interest, even more money on interest, and they can repo it easier. So wisdom is is to know the difference, and that's what I want you to do, have wisdom. I want the wisdom that comes from me, and you take that wisdom and add in the Holy Spirit. Have the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you in making better decisions. You know, I show so many magazines and read out of so many magazines telling the people, hey, this is the key. This is what you'll know is that, we can sell by emotions. They train their salespeople to sell you on your emotions. That's why I bring up YouTube. YouTube has, you can go there and you can look at hundreds and hundreds of classes on teaching salespeople how to sell you on your emotions, how to push your button, how to sell on desires. Work with your jealousy. Somebody's got one, get one bigger and better. I watched a, a show the other day that two partners were both buying campers to go camping. And they split both ways, and they were separate, and they were filming them, and they were both trying to outdo the other one. You know, and I'd like to have been the salesman on that deal because, man, you could have sold them the biggest and the baddest and convinced them that, you know, they were getting a great deal because their, their thoughts was outdoing others. When your thoughts are consumed by something that's not properly, correctly ordered and biblically, when that when those desires come in your mind, you're not going to make a better decision. You're going to be way off, you know, and and not make that decision that will work for you and your finances. You know, fear can immobilize us. The size of the job, the risk, the pressure, you know, and and salespeople know how to put fear in there. So I'm trying to get you to understand what they're attacking you with, so you'll you'll become a blessing in your life, you'll understand and you'll grow. And I want you to know so much that you understand so much that you can train other people. Train your family. Train all your family, your friends. And you use it. I mean, you know, tell everybody it's you, not me. You know, and so, so many people are are making the bad decisions. You know, we've got to submit to ourselves and say no to ourselves. We've got to have that commitment to make the right decisions. And that's, that's what this show's all about. You know, I explain takers and givers. Takers, that's, that's, that was me. I can, I can talk about being a taker because I was one. Takers are never content, never enough always trying to work to their advantage. They feel like they're smarter than everybody else, just like a salesperson, smarter than everybody else. You know, and they know all the tricks, and they, they're, you can't teach them anything, and they're never happy. Woe is me. As givers, and I went from being a taker to a giver due to accepting Jesus Christ, you're content, you're happy, everything's well, you work at it. You know there's there's improvement coming. You you want to listen and understand. But takers most of the time are your salespeople, believe it or not, and manager because never enough. There's never enough money. Never enough money down. Never the payments are never enough. They want more, more, more. 
You know, salespeople are better than anybody else. The manager's better than their managers, smarter than their managers. Of course, they don't have any skin in the game. They don't have any money in the game. It's real easy to be smart when you don't have any pressure on you and there's no money involved. You know, the real evidence of our belief is is the way we act and what we do to others. I brought up Luke 6.31 because, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, because that's so important, you know, to realize that there's salespeople out there that want to do it their way, want to buy the best product they can at the cheapest price. But when you walk in, they want to spin you four square you to do whatever they can to get the most money out of you. Is that treating somebody the way they want to be treated? You know, have you seen that working so much in your life? You know, I've seen so many, so, you know, I've read scripture that fits into the car business. We can go over and over. The truth is clear, but the ability to understand is imperfect. I've learned that as much as I've talked about it, I had an account manager that sat on the show for two months, went out and bought something at a big figure, paid too much interest that he shouldn't have bought. The truth is clear, but the ability to understand is imperfect. So what I'm teaching, some people are going to get, some people don't. You know, do you believe everything and know nothing? That's that's kind of like a lot of people. They believe everything, but they don't. They don't know nothing. They don't understand nothing. They don't want to learn nothing. Is that because their mind is clogged up with unforgiveness, or all against somebody? You know, but I mean, are you limited by how people define you? Now, defining you in the car business is they look at your credit, then they talk to you, they size you up, they make sure that, you know, they don't care if you can't afford it. I talked about a guy that used to work for me. He quit working for me, went on his own, and that didn't work. His credit was bad. Uh, he didn't have any money, and his uh, expedition, which had 300,000 miles on it, the motor went bad. Well, it, and it was rough. It was worth about $200. Well, he goes down with that trade-in. They show him a 1,000 trade-in, and he buys a new car with bad credit, no job, and a $1,000 trade-in that was worth 200 But, see, salespeople don't care. They care about putting a mark on the board and making that commission. They made a big commission on him, and they loved him. The problem was three or four months down the road, he conned his aunt into taking over the payments. Well, the credit union or finance company, wherever it was financed at a high interest rate, would, (coughs) would rather have her than him. Her credit was better. She proved that she could pay. And they, they put her on. But here's a guy with a $200 trade-in, buys a brand-new car. See, they'll sell you anything to get a mark on the board to make that commission check. They don't care if you're not, you're not going to keep it. They collected their money, you know. So, you know, Jesus adopted his method for us, the ability and desire to understand and to learn. Much of Jesus' teaching was against hip, uh, hypocrites and impure motives. See, we got to have real good motives, impure motives, in what we're purchasing. Have you known somebody that jumps up and doesn't think about something and goes out and makes a purchase and wish they hadn't a month or two or three down the road? I've seen so much of it. How many times we see brand-new cars with 1,000, 2,000 miles on it, People jump up and go buy a new car, and it doesn't fit their budget or it doesn't fit their lifestyle. It doesn't fit what they can afford. They can't make the payments. You know, God has a purpose for my life, and I want to discover that purpose and guide my life accordingly. Are you in that same situation? I plan my days to use my opportunities wisely and better and deal with unexpected events. See, that's the problem when we get loaded up on a payment. We get all the money we can afford to get this new car, and we're stuck with that payment for years and years, and we're praying that we don't have an issue or a hiccup where now the payment's unbearable. 
But so many people listen to salespeople, and they convince them they're never have to spend any money on a car. Years ago, BMW came out with a uh, maintenance-free 50,000-mile uh, vehicle. And, and when you bought the vehicle, you were supposed to take it back in, and they were supposed to change the oil and the filter for you. And they would look for another reason to have you spend money. That was the way they did it. It worked. They made a lot of money. They traded for a lot of cars. But some of the people said maintenance-free, and they didn't do nothing. I bought a lot of BMWs with 30,000, 40,000 miles on them and with bad motors. Why? Because it was maintenance-free. These people didn't understand the lingo. They didn't understand what was going on. And they thought, wow, you know, I'm never going to have to do anything on this vehicle. But here's the key. Make today pay off tomorrow. Keep that in mind because too many people, their pride is so uh, arrogant that they know it all and they're going to do it their way. Their way or the highway. But pride divides people in relationships. You know, solving problems, closed-minded. You know, a lot of things don't get settled when you've got pride in your opinion and you're not ready to make that better decision. You've got to grow Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. You know, I was wrong, I need advice, I'm, and are difficult phrases to utter. But because we require humility in order to get along with God, He asked us to ask for forgiveness. And so, but do salespeople ask for forgiveness? I haven't seen it, never ever, you know. I love Proverbs 8.10 says, Choose my instruction instead of silver. Know knowledge, knowledge rather than choice of gold. I'd rather have God's instruction than gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. You know, I've seen so many problems, so many problems on leases, so many problems owing too much money. Uh, just people rush out and they do something without working at it, without studying on it, without doing, you know, uh, their homework. You've got to be ready in your homework. You know, we've got to fit your budget. We've got to understand what you can afford. But the glamour, those beautiful lights and that new car smell, and, oh, man, we've got to have it. And so that may put you in, in debtor's prison for a while. But, you know, just to explain one thing, why I'm, another reason I'm on the radio show is to tell people what their vehicles are worth. So many people lose so much money on their vehicle uh, because dealerships won't give them all the money it's worth trading. They know the difference or they got ways of seeing it. But the salespeople are trained to cut back a 1000 I was at a good dealership the other day. And the salesman was complaining that they sold the car, and he didn't make any money. But they needed it was an old age unit, ill equipped, not the best color in the world, and he needed to sell it. And so he sold it, but he didn't make any money on it. But they made a thousand dollars on the backside, on the trade. He held a thousand dollars on the trade, so he thought he was going to get paid on it. He didn't get paid on it. And he didn't get paid on the on the uh, F&I that they made on it, and they made some F&I money. See, that's the key. you got to be prepared to understand what they're doing. You know, and that's why they advertise the way they do. So wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare to her, and that's wisdom. Uh, we want you to have it. We want you to use it. We want you to pray for it. You know, it's, it's easier... To build a child, then rep- repair an adult. See, we got to teach our kids how to buy and sell, how to take the pride out, how to k- keep the greed out. It's a lot easier to build a child than to repair an adult because his behavior problems will extend on, and, he'll, and the money problems will extend on because of the payment that they really couldn't afford to begin with. So... You know, we, we're just going through a bunch of stuff just trying to explain to you what I do 
how I do it, where I'm going, you know, how I want you to be the best you can be. Uh, you know, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers and overwhelms all transgressions. Well, that's what we want, forgiving and overlooking others' faults. You know, if we lie to the government, it's a felony. If the government lies to us, it's politics. Well, that's the way it's been lately. You know, but I'm going to tell the truth the best I can. Each and every opportunity I get. Because, you know, I I guess my conscience has really, really got on me lately because I want to make sure that everything, I'm backing up everything, you know, I'm backing up what I say. I've got it documented, just giving you that direction that you need. And dealers are we're going to be firing at you. Just might be prepared. We're talking about me buying the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, we do buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Go to our website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process of describing your car. I want to buy your car. I'll make an offer on your car. Love to have it. So just think about that. Uh, and looking for old stuff and new new stuff and older trucks and new trucks. Um, just whatever you have that's non-productive, there's a good chance that we'd be interested in buying it. So those who realize how much they are loved are able to love much. Well, what are they talking about? They're talking about the Lord. Those who realize how much they are loved are being loved much. Real love. Have you accepted that love? That's what we want you to understand. Love will clear your mind. Love will make you uh, a better better person. And uh, only thing bitterness does, it makes a bad situation worse. Well, I, the future's coming where we're going to see more overhead, higher cars, more loss of value, uh, more different transportation needs. Uh, we're going to see cars that drive themselves. So the future is big, but here's the problem. It's going to take more money. It's going to be your money out of your pocket. I'm a blessed man uh, to be able to talk to y'all. Please give me a call, 830-708-4789. I know that this show hadn't had the the uh, fire that I usually have, but being Thanksgiving, being that, you know, trying to trying to talk about how thankful I am, how What's going on in my life? How I'm giving back? How much I enjoy what I do? Uh, it's not me, folks. It's the Holy Spirit and the Lord that has blessed me with this ministry. Uh, I'm trying my best. I see things that sometimes you don't see. I understand. I'm around the business. I understand what they're doing to make money. And you're you're going to be involved. Uh, it's all it is to it because of the changes in the business, the changes that's going on, the billionaires that are buying them. Uh, but, you know, we need to set the examples. We need to work on that example for ourselves. You know, so many customers are loyal to their salesmen or their dealership, but they need to check them out. They need to shop them. They need to make sure, you know, uh, that they're doing the right decision on it. You've got to be loyal, yes, but get out and find out if that dealership you've been loyal to is telling you the truth. You know, and the bad situations that are coming up and the sale and the ads are, are working on them trying to get you to come in, you're, gonna, you're not going to get that kind of deal that you think you are. You know, ads drive the market. The market is making a lot of money on car dealers, and they're going to continue to. Because car dealers have got the pressure to move the units, sell the units, be number one, get the numbers up, be there. I mean, you know, refusing to see the end from the beginning on lost value of vehicle, lost value of of, uh, time. You know, we're talking about time. You work for an hour, you receive that money, and then you pay for that car. So that one hour that you worked is lost. It's gone. You're not going to get it back. You've lost that hour. Now, the problem is what you put that money, that hour of work into is losing value. So you're losing that hour of work 
if you're not making a better decision. You're working 40 hours a week to pay for a vehicle each month. Let's say it's one month, you know, your payment's enough to cover one month's week of work. Well, you just lost that week because you're invested in something that loses money. You can't keep up with it. You can't overcome it. Some of the great salespeople in that I know or really stay on top of it, really study the situations, really know what they're doing, and you're walking right into that line of fire. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. We buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Get a second opinion on your vehicle. Describe your car. Describe it exactly the way it is. I'll buy your car. Now, if there's something I have to fix that we didn't talk about, now we're going to have to readjust it. I had a guy bring me a car with bad transmission. He failed to mention that. So we still we adjusted the price, and I still bought it. And it worked out for both of us. But describe your car. Find out what it's worth. Don't take it to a title loan place. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe it. I'll tell you what I'll give for it. That way you know what it's worth. You know where you stand. Uh, this has been a little different show. God bless you. I hope that you've listened and learned. We'll be back to our regular show next week, and we'll be live next week. Um, I want to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. I want you to examine yourselves. I want you to be the best person you can be. I want you to forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, spouse. Get that bitterness out of your life. Quit carrying that burden. Quit carrying everybody's burdens. Hey, live the best life you can. Be the best you can be. Love your neighbors as yourself. God bless you. Thank you, KSLR, 630 AM. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. And thank you, Michael, for a great Saturday morning. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.